Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Rich Paul says LeBron James is motivated as we approach a new season, but can he still lead the Lakers to a title? We discuss. Plus, Victor Wembanyama, his summer league debut, it's over after two games, but what's next for the French phenom? He wants to have the best rookie season ever. Okay, here from the number one pick, ever, Richard, ever? and the ESPYs there tonight. We have our very own Ooh. special awards Ooh. to give out. We're going to call them the NBA Todaisies. All that and so much like more. That. NBA Today starts right now. Today's Yeah, NBA Todaisies. Welcome to NBA Todaisies. Ramona Shelburne, Malika Andrews, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins, and the Queen is what? back, ladies and Hi, gentlemen. Today, Agumika. I mean, you're in the middle of the Spark season. Yes. You have a game tonight, and yet you're here with us. How lucky are I we? I know. I've had a little foot situation, so I'm rehabbing, recovering. But my teammates said, hey, Chanae, if you're able to do both, we're proud of you. So go out there and do your thing. And so I'm doing both again. See, anytime we can help you rehab, anytime yeah. we can hang with you, Chanae, come back. Yes, yeah, you can you. help me rehab. You we can, missed like, you. Rub if I don't know she was going to be here, yeah. if you. Uh, I'm not touching I don't. I'll be back soon, <laughs> Listen, but fingers crossed. But I appreciate your, your fiance is a boxer. I will not be touching your feet. I will not be doing <laughs> I was going to say more on that later, but you know what? We're just going to move. Right along because we haven't heard much from LeBron James. We'll go to the other LA team since the Lakers were swept in the conference finals. But yesterday, Clutch CEO Rich Paul, he sat down, he did an interview with NBA Radio at Summer League. He gave us some very interesting thoughts about where LeBron's career could go. Take a listen. Could you envision something where he does actually play maybe 43, 44, 45? Can you see that happening? I, mean, I know it's far down the road. What does that put him at, five or six more years? Yeah. You know, I think it's important to understand um, what really motivates him. I know it. Obviously, I've been around him for so long. I can tell you what his day probably looks like without even talking to him. And as long as his mind is there, as long as he's still excited about playing the game, in addition to the health, absolutely. You know, because I always tease him. I say, if your athleticism went away, you'd just be Carl Malone. It's fine. You know, like, <laughs> you can pick and pop, shoot the jumper, it's make true. the right reads. You can. He can literally play for as long as he wants yeah. to. All right, he can play for as long as he wants. There have been five players in NBA history who've played at least 21 seasons. Vince Carter has the record with 22, right? That's and then gone. we have Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowitzki, Robert Parrish, Kevin Willis all played 21 years. So LeBron would join this list in his upcoming season. And this topic, it originally came up, right, because Venus Williams said that she wants to play until she is Woo! 50. And I said, you know what? Go ahead, girl. Uh, LeBron is 38, turns 39 coming up here. He says, oh, he could play till he's 45. How many how many seasons do you see here, Rich? Well, again, he could play as long as he wants. It, it is true because if you listen to Rich Paul, he was not saying that he's going to be dominant for as long as he wants. He's saying that he can pick and pop. He can do some different things. So, look, when you have an IQ like that and you're 6'9", and you have that size, you can switch positions. He can be the point guard. He can be the power forward, all of these things. But he won't be dominant till he's 40, 50, or 45. He'll be dominant till he's like 43. Yeah, but we've already seen the evolution happen. 
playing. You know, when he came into the league, everyone knew he could go off the bounce, get to the rim, and then we saw him take more and more threes, and he shot a great percentage the last few years. And so he'll lean more on that, especially that, what is it, like that dribble look down, I yep. know I'm going to step oh, back right. type of thing. But I think it's cool because if you think about the greats of the generations throughout sports, you've got Tom Brady at that 45 mark. It's interesting that that idea is out there. I don't think he probably will, mm. but he could if he wanted to. If one athlete, based on how he took care of his body, could do it, it's absolutely okay. LeBron James. Yeah. Was I sitting in the room a couple months ago when LeBron got eliminated from the playoffs and said, I might retire? Yes, like, we're, I don't, we're, right? we're we were there. sitting there, right? He said so, he has things to evaluate, uh, yeah. which okay. he should do at the end of every season. Especially he when always you get up says, there. if my mind is right, my body <laughs> will follow. Okay? And so his mind was not right at the end of last year because he had played so much just to get into yeah. the playoffs. Like, that took so much out of LeBron to get the Lakers into the play-in tournament, then to get through Memphis, then to get through Golden State. He was mentally and physically exhausted. And so, it, like... We had a real discussion about this right. for a couple of days, and he has never publicly said, I'm not retiring. He's never come out and said that. I think we all assumed he was just spent, needed a week or two to recoup. But to me, like, you can play to 45 as long as your mind is in it. Because, Richard, you know, Perk, you know how much LeBron James trains to be yeah. in condition and play at that level. Right, but Rich, Rich Paul said, you know what, he's focused coming into this season. He's been commenting on social media about it, the new additions of his teammates, so as we all read the yep. tea leaves, we sort of feel like not only is he coming back, he's coming back with a vengeance, but Perk, what do you see changing in his game as he ages, as he continues to work to extend his prolific career here? Well, I think him continue to, to make sure that he uh, not be a consistent knockdown uh, three-point shooter and, and mastering the elbow. Like, I could see LeBron becoming the stretch four, like, on the floor. Yeah. The only problem is is that he might get picked on on the other end. Guys might start putting up the pick and rolls, and now he has to slide those puppies. But when you think about Braun, I'm thinking about him, and I think about Bronny, mm -hmm, and I yeah. think about Bryce. We heard him time and time again talk about, oh, I want to play with my son. So. Insane. He's obviously going to play with Bronny in the next, you know, couple of years. Probably not on the same team, but be in the league at the same time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Bryce is going to be available. And then all of a sudden, okay, do I want to have an opportunity to play in the league with both of my sons in the league? But here's the thing. LeBron actually could play until he's 50. Because oh. if you buy, if LeBron could buy in into the Udonis Haslam role, where he's actually on the bench being a veteran leader? You don't think no team will want him and say, you know what, here, bro, we'll play you the vet minimum, which I believe is like 2.4, 2.5 million to be on our bench mentoring our young guys? I think still we, be in the league. We have the same reaction. He won't want to do he that. Won't do that. <laughs> he won't want to do that. I mean, I feel like at this point, Perk, Perk you could just host the I'm show because saying, that I, transition. I he, wouldn't, he, could, he could. He could. You're talking yeah, about you can listen. If we're being honest. Physically, could LeBron still contribute for another five to seven years? Yes. I think physically he could, even with the decline. Let's say his five years from now, six years from now, he averaged 12 points a game. Right. Yes, he could do that, and he would just put all of these numbers even further away. Well, Perk, you mentioned Bronny. You mentioned the legacy piece of all that. Rich Paul, actually, he also spoke about LeBron's motivation this offseason. Take a listen to this. You know, saw how he ended the season, and... Um, him making the comment, having a lot to think about, and then two weeks later, he's texting me because he's motivated to get, to get back out there. And so, you know, that's the roller coaster that you go on when you've been someone who has come in this league with such high expectations and exceeded them. He's probably been one of the best players, top five players in the league for what 20 years. Yeah. You know? So, 
um, you know, he's had an unbelievable journey, and, and I, I'm impressed with the fact that he still loves it. You know, I really am. I think roller coaster is the perfect word for everything that LeBron James goes through, continues to go through. Ramona, when you're looking at motivating factors, how has LeBron been this offseason? What have you heard? I mean, he, he's, you know, people close to LeBron told me he just needed some time after the season sure. to, re, to, re, to rest. Like that Golden State series took a, so much out of him mentally and physically. And I think LeBron is to the point where they need to compete for champions to keep his mind in it. But once Bronny and once Bryce get to a place where they might be in the league, that's another round of motivation to where, you know, if the Lakers are motivated, if the Lakers have the pieces around him to compete, he'll be motivated. But if Bronny's, if Bronny's in the league in two years, I mean, this, this is, I'm going to keep saying this because it's a shocking thing to say. This could be his last year as a Laker. Like, if LeBron, if Bronny gets to the league in one more year, LeBron's going to go where Bronny is. He said that. I want to go where Bronny is. It may not be with the Lakers. So, this is this is a whole other chapter that we're going to have to consider. Lakers, the Lakers are drafting that way. Lakers are <laughs> drafting Bronny. If they could draft him right See? now and store him, they would. Well, I think, you know, Don't nothing they all is more motivating. They'd steal, right. that, they'd steal that, too. <laughs> Nothing's more motivating than winning, except maybe right. winning with your family. Like, I feel yes. like that Amen Shanae that. knows a little something I, I about like that. I like solo. <laughs> that that sort of surprises <laughs> nobody out there. Um, <laughs> Speaking of motivation, yeah. hey, Perk, have you seen Anthony Davis's off-season training? Have you seen what it's been looking like? It's, it's been pretty intense. Oh, what, what do you nah. think? I know we've said that Anthony Davis needs to come back. He needs to have, you said, his best season, right, in order to complement So uh, you're trolling. LeBron. You're trolling. Ooh. No, 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 you're no, no, no. You're trolling. Look at his reach. You're saying this is impressive? That's a troll. That's a troll. That is, that is disgusting. Yeah. How short is the guy he's fighting? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, is anyone doing this? You're, Yo, you're training you, right now, Jay. Why are you training against no. Kevin Hart? Oh, wow. <laughs> Richard Jefferson. Did you hang in there? Against Kevin Hart, I'd be fine. Well, like, like can you Amy? put a mask on? Yeah, I don't no, want to I know. I just hit. don't want to get hit. You know, you, you know you're not in danger like, if, they don't tell you, if, if they tell you not to put on a helmet. <laughs> oh, you're going to reach him. Like, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. Yeah. Go ahead, Perk. <laughs> Well, I, I, man, listen, I, I'm telling you, if you want to get in shape, yeah. that is one of the most intense workouts that you could possibly do. Now, How, I I know? How do you know? How do you know? Trying to, because, because I get in the boxing lab, and if you keep on, I'm going to fly there and, and show you what <laughs> ASP like. Keep on talking about how I know. That's how I know. All right, that's the first thing. But it is, though, you see a lot of guys that do boxing. We didn't see Dame Dollar in the ring yep. doing boxing, not because – they want to go do a celebrity boxing match, but if you talk about cardio in mm-hmm. its finest, sometimes you want to get off the basketball court of the traditional suicides and things to that nature and get into that. I actually love that Anthony Davis is doing that. I don't like his technique, but I actually <laughs> love that he's actually working out. Hey, I'm impressed. I, I'm not sure that I could do something like that. I'm gonna to pra- see them yeah, I'm going to practice in the commercial break. Oh, oh, it is. I got a timer on wow. NBA today. Ah, Vegas. Win <laughs> total odds, my friend. Yep. They're out. You know who's at the top? Boston, getting all kinds of love. So we ask our panel if they think the Celtics are going to have the best record in the NBA next season. I wonder what Kendrick Perkins is going to say there. Plus, Victor Wenbanyama, he said he wants to have the best rookie season ever. How many people is that, Richard? Zero chance. Zero. And the ESPYs there tonight. We're giving out some awards of our own. We're going to do best dunk, the best shot of the season. Who had the best single game of the year? The NBA to Daisies. I just like saying that. I know you. NBA to Daisies. Zero chance. Now let's talk about the play of the week. 
the pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is brought to you by Hulu Animayhem. Your animation destination. Stream on Hulu. So many amazing talents. Oh my God, this is insane. <laughs> so many Olympians. Simone Biles. So many champions. To my boys, extra dessert for you guys. So many potential Dancing with the Stars contestants. Tune into the ESPYs live tonight on ABC to celebrate the greatest sports moments of the year. The ESPYs benefit the V Foundation for Cancer Research. To support, visit v.org slash donate. Can't wait for that. We are still three months away from the regular season, but the folks in Las Vegas, they are already making predictions on who is going to win those games. Caesar Sportsbook has posted NBA win totals, so we're going to check out a few of them. And we're going to start with your Boston Celtics perk because they have the highest win total set at 54 and a half. And for those not familiar, you pick if you think the team's going to go over or under the projected number of wins. So for the record, Boston has 57 wins last season, the second best in the NBA. So Kendrick, the odds makers, they are very high in Boston, but are you? No, I'm not high enough to put them number one. <laughs> not over the Milwaukee Bucks. Listen, I, I, every season that comes about, at the start of the season, I'm banking on a healthy Giannis and his team for his, the best record in the league. And you know why? Because he has proved it to me. The Milwaukee Bucks just brought back basically everybody, their core group and Giannis and Lopez and Middleton and, and Drew Holiday along with Bobby Porter. So yeah. when I think about the Bucks, they had the best record last season and they're not going anywhere. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to come back better. It's hard to say that because he had a, uh, uh, one of his best seasons of his career last season. But I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks. And again, I haven't seen Christophe Porzingis under pressure. Here's the only thing yes, that you makes have. me You've skeptical. seen him under pressure. You just didn't like what you saw, Bert. There's a difference. <laughs> the oh, only no. thing that makes me skeptical, Rich, <laughs> of whether or not the Milwaukee Bucks would lead the league the regular season is because they they were the 60-win team, what, in 2018. They fell short. And then Giannis said, all right, maybe I'm going to readjust how I approach the regular season. They readjusted, and then they won in 2021. Yeah, but they, fin they finished with the second-best record that year. Yeah. So, like, them, they're, they're readjust them readjusting is a couple of games. No, I, look, I, I think if you look at this, this is a pretty safe. All of these are safe bets. When you look at Denver Nuggets, they were the number one seed. They look like they're, they're oh, everyone's coming back for the most part. They're core guys. And then you look at those teams up there. There's been a level of consistency from those teams.
team. The Boston Celtics have been one of the most consistent team for five years. Yes, sir. The Bucks have been one of the most consistent team for five years. Absolutely. Who is the fourth team up there? The what were we talking about? It was it was the four Suns. Teams. It was the Suns. Yeah. That one is the bet. That one. Oh, that's the, the, that's, that's, that's the value bet. The, that's okay. the 51 wins. Ooh, that's a tough one in the Western Conference. I could look. Finally, we get something valuable out of you, Richard. What is, I'm just saying, 51 is a lot for a team that doesn't, that hasn't been put together. And I'm not yeah. saying if they win 50 games, but, which is a great season for them, and finish third, that's the under. I understand by the numbers, though, when you insert Porzingis, you think about his numbers 23 and 8 on what? 50% shooting from the field. For the also Wizards. 40%, correct. For the Wizards. But now you have more versatility in the front court where you have a dynamic duo on the perimeter. This is not a bad look for them. This is more offensive firepower now. They have to put the pieces together. But yep. I can see why, if you look at the body of work from all their potential star players, they look like they got better, but we'll have to just wait and see because when you look at those top teams, a number of them have won championships lately. The Celtics have yet to get over that hump. What, do you, what about the Lakers? Early in the show, we talked about them a little bit. Their win total is 46 and a half over under Cheney. For LA, I'm actually going to go over because I liked what they did at the trade deadline and they carried that over to free agency because if you look at their four free agency acquisitions. Their average age is what? 25.8. Thank you producer Cesar for giving the numbers for me. 26 years old. They got younger. They got more dynamic defensively. They got pieces that built names in the playoffs this past season. And so it looks like they're building step by step. They're no longer going for these big huge swings. And I think that this means that they're probably more of a deep and more viable team now than they were a year and a half ago. All I'm going to say is this. Lakers aren't going to give 46, mainly because Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to miss some time. We know that. That's just a part of, like, NBA history at this point. So, I think the under for them, I think they get 46. So, you're saying they're under during regular, but over in the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What about 46. this? In the East, the Cavs, the Sixers, they both have 50 and a half as their win total. I like, like it for more. the Cavs, not for the Sixers. Okay. Right, Too much know. uncertainty there around the Sixers still right now. Yeah, All right, what about this? Know. Last but certainly not least, Richard, the Spurs. Their win total is 30 and a half. Ooh, this is tricky. Is this a 30-win team? No. Perk? 29. That's a seven-win total. I'm with Richard. Yeah, nope. seven, seven going, more wins. I'm going a, with a 20, 27 wins. Yeah, 27 wins, 27, eight, 27, 28 wins. It's always a good day when these two agree. I can't see them getting 30 wins. They're going to get a pick. They're going to try. They're going to do well enough, and then they'll get a top 10 pick <laughs> next year. You can build around and start adding the pieces. Then that's the time that maybe you bring in some free agents and start spending a ton of that cap space. But to say that they're going to jump, I like Wimby, but I don't think the Spurs are going to push them to 35 minutes a night, Look. and they're not going to play. Play them 82 games. What I'll say is they're going to sell out either way. Either way, yeah. they're selling they're out. Gonna sell out. They're going to be box office either way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. But you see how she didn't make it? Uh, she doesn't have to She's make back pick. like she, she never left. I love it. She is back like she never, never left. All right, speaking of picks, though, the number one pick, Victor Wembanyama, we know that he is considered the best prospect to enter the NBA since LeBron James. But is he going to be the best rookie ever? That's no. the goal that he is setting for himself. Wait until you hear what he had to say yesterday to our very own Katie George. Plus, the Aces, they are on pace for one of the most dominant seasons in WNBA history. But, Shanae, your sparks, what do you got up your sleeve tonight for the Aces? I will not spill the tea. And Ooh. the Estes, they are tonight when we have our own awards to give out, including who had the best dunk of the season. Was it Ja, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George? This is going to be good. We'll be back. It was Ja. Your name. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Welcome back to NBA Today. So there was some great summer league action last night. We got to check in on Brandon Miller, the Blazers, and the Hornets because this may have been this young man's best game of summer league. I'm just glad Brandon Miller finally showed up to summer league. <laughs> That's to me, is exciting because Ooh. he is that dude. I think he was a little bit focused too much on jumpers in the first couple of games that he was playing, but it's great to see him start getting his rhythm, and then you start to see what everyone was so excited about. A little trick shot there, in and out once again. I mean, he was scoring from all three levels last night, Shanae. Take off. I mean, finding your rhythm off the dribble and being able to explode like that, that's why people were so excited about him entering the league. And he's 6'9 and can shoot 40 from three. Right, 26 points, six rebounds. But the fourth quarter, it was Shaden Sharp versus Nick Smith Jr. If you missed it, oh, we got the highlights here. Now, look, I'm okay with Shaden Sharp playing and getting this experience. Maybe not the whole summer league. How many more games is Did you see that playing? in and out? Portland wants to go back to back. They want to win summer Look league. Look at that in and out. Yo, summer league has never defined anything. Good for y'all winning that, but what did that do for you this season? Well, Nick Smith Jr., he showed what he can do in this game. Yeah, Nick Smith was impressive. The handle, the in and out. Watch this the- right here. Oh, hit, him. Oh, hit him again and win it. Nope, never had that in my okay. game. <laughs> game high, 33 points here for Smith Jr. And I love a little bit of trash talk, too. A little then bit. A lot of bit. Sharp, again, showing off his range this time. Creates some space. Knocks down the three. Portland is now 2-1. and one. We've seen, though, the last of Victor Wembanyama in Summer League. He's still in Las Vegas. He's with his team. And yesterday he caught up with our Katie George, and he talked about his goals for next season. Those are particularly interesting. What up, Katie? I'm here with Victor Wembanyama. Your first Summer League is in the books. How would you describe the experience? Um, Very enriching. Uh, I learned a lot in just two games. Um, And also, it was really a fun time. You know, the the, the crowd was here. The arena was packed. I feel like like it's all of us, my my teammates, my coaches, the fans, we all learned a lot, and it's promising for the future. That first night, every time you touch the ball, fans are screaming your name, yelling for you. What was that like? Uh, Special, you know. Um, On the first night, I was really, I couldn't really hear anything, you know. 
but uh, I realized that whenever I got the ball and I started, uh, I squared up for my one-on-one, -on -one, I had like people starting to cheer. That was re that felt really special. I liked it. I'm sure you did. What was the difference between game one and game two for you? For me, the difference was clear. It was the the, the energy. You know, I hadn't played in a long time. I had like two practices, uh, only two practices before the first game, so I needed to get back in, in shape. And uh, it was the, the level of energy, the biggest difference. Because on the second game, I did everything faster, all the all the movements, even on half court, you know. And this this is how I got to play every time. When you think of the opportunity that you're going to receive playing for Krup Popovich, how special is that going to be? You know, it's. Yeah, really special. You know, I, I feel like he he thinks it's a, it's gonna be a special time too because he he's really he's he, he cares a lot about me. He talks to me a lot, pretty much every day. And to me, it's just such a chance to have a a, a person this experience and this who's who's been so successful in his life. He knows how to do it. I could follow him with my eyes closed, and this is. This is easy to do. There's no better teacher, truly. What would you consider a success in your rookie season? Um, having a better record record for my team than last year, and uh, I'm I've been looking into into other data of the, the of the past years, the past number one picks, and uh, what impact they they've had, and I'm trying to be better than every guy before me. If we were to look to the future years from now and imagine the impact you will have on this league, what's your dream for your career? As many titles as I can. Um, I know it's it's not easy to win even one. Some guys have been trying to do it for their whole life and couldn't make it. And uh, um, I wish I can, I hope I, uh, I'll be a part someday of the, the very exclusive group that actually has multiple championships, multiple rings. But uh, there's a long way. We hope so too. Thank you for the time. Thanks. So here are some of the best rookie seasons by a big since the merger. We got David Robinson. He averaged the most points, 24 per game, actually more than that. Shaq averaged the most rebounds, almost 14 per game. And then we have Manute Bull averaging nearly five blocks Zero per game. So here's the thing. I, I kind of I, I didn't mind Victor's answer. He's certainly not shy about his expectations he's putting on himself. He did say, I'm trying to be better, right, Perk, than every guy before me in regards to the past number one draft picks. But before that, before that part of his answer, he also said he wants his team to win as many games as possible. So he put team first and then individual goals. But of course, we've got to talk about the individual goals. Is it a reasonable one, Richard? Hell no. Not zero chance. No. <laughs> Let me say, I say, guys, you know I like to joke. I like to play. Do you? I love his mentality. I love his approach. But again, it's the same thing when yesterday we were talking about his agent was saying, oh, he does need to get stronger. Look at Kareem. Well, Kareem well, at 19 wasn't playing against grown men. He didn't start playing against grown men until he's 22, 23. So my thing is this. Shaq, Shaq came in after his junior year. Shaq was 20. David Robinson was like 24 when he finally showed up to the NBA. So that 25 points a game, he did four years of college, did, did a Naval Academy. So it's just the gap in the development of these individuals before they showed up is what separates them. Victor's going to have a great season. He doesn't have a chance at any of those three records, and mainly because Pop is not going to play him 40 minutes a night like a lot of those guys were playing. Perk? I agree with Richard for the third time today. And, and look, this is what I think Victor Wimbayamba don't realize. 
Like, it's almost like when you're the champions, right? Like, we know every single time or every night that Denver, the Denver Nuggets step yeah. on the floor this upcoming season, teams are going to be getting up for them. Yep. It's going to be the same thing with the San Antonio Spurs and yes. Victor Wimbayama. It already And not is. only are teams are going to be getting up, right, not only teams, but you're going to have guys like Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Cats, those guys are going to be going at him. They want to see it. Now, they're going to give you all the praise in the world publicly, but when you get in between those yeah. lines, they're going to try to test you and, and make no mistake about it. Again, I go back to when he was telling you, Malika, that like he, he don't really feel pressure. <laughs> he hasn't started the NBA season yet. Let's revisit this around Christmas break and see if he's feeling pressure by then. All I'm going to say is I remember in 04 in the Olympics, uh, actually it was 03, before LeBron James had even come in, and these guys, it was T-Mac, it was AI. You played in the Olympics? It was a, yeah, well, no. Nah, oh. Yeah, have, have you seen bit. Redeem Team? I have a few. <laughs> no, it was, it was I know, one you were that. sad. I have, I have a bronze medal, but it's look, it's gold-plated, so it's all fine. Yeah. My <laughs> issue is this. My issue That's is how this. You do it. All of these guys were like, oh, oh, they're looking for him. They're going to actively hunt him. Yeah. They know he is next. There is no question. They know that this guy is going to has a chance to carry the mantle, but they want to make sure that they understand that right now the mantle belongs to Embiid, Jokic, Braun. All of these guys are going to stake their claim. You've seen Game of Thrones. Just yeah, watch it. It's not easy. You know, my rookie year after getting drafted number one, it was not easy. Like and you're in For me, this was a long time ago, and it was not easy because the circumstances that I entered were very similar. Go ahead and roll your eyes, but this is fine. <laughs> you think you're drafting number you. one. I was going to okay. say this. Uh, he's going into a system-oriented team, well-coached. He's not going to just go out there and say, I like that he said team first. He's not going to go out there and just try to play Victor Webbing Yamba ball. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. Um, but I do like this idea that he's setting goals for himself. As I think should. another goal should be to play as many games as possible. Another goal, you mentioned Giannis Antetokounmpo. Look at Giannis's rookie year picture and look at Giannis now. Yeah. We know that this is going to be a process. So, you know, the idea to have the best rookie season ever is like the mentality you want your star future mm -hmm. of the league franchise player to have. Point. But the reality is, is that it's going to be a process. He knows that, but he also knows that he has to give people something to be excited about, which he did in his second game playing in Summer League, which I was very proud of. You know how many games he played last year throughout all competitions? Like 44. Yeah, I was going to say 50. 44. Sounds like a college kid. Okay. Like, that's, you know, he's only played 40. The Spurs are not going to let him play every game. Come on now. The Spurs pioneered load management, and they're going to coax him along and protect him. Even if he wants to play all 82, I, I doubt they would ever even yep. think about letting him play 82. So the, the, this idea that he's going to play in every national TV game or go see him every he, he's never done that before. He's never even done half of that. So let's let's calm down a little bit with those experts. Oh, you better play in those you national televised games. Yeah, I mean, he's Sit no. Oh. And this is to your point, Ramon, I like what you're saying. He better play in those national televised games. Because it's like Schedule it out. Schedule his rest when he's playing Charlotte and nobody's watching. Oh, Brandon Miller versus Victor no one, Wembanyama. That won't be on national television. People are going to want to see nah, that, though. No, no one's going to want to see well, that. Well, I want to see I more don't. Summer League. We already saw it Later today, league. we have a quadruple <laughs> header. It starts on ESPN2 right after the okay, show. Okay, against Portland after they trade day. Four Eastern. And don't forget, the 10-day tournament-style format accumulates with the championship game being played Monday night. That's on ESPN. They're trading, James. Who else is who else is? 
they're, well, when Dame is gone, I didn't say well, NBA Summer League is still going on, but they aren't the only ones hooping in Vegas. The 18 and 2 Aces, they have been dominating. So are they the best show in town? We're going to dive into the Aces season next. Yeah. They could beat college teams. to WNBA All-Star. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's been an All-Star start to the career of Aaliyah Boston. This is something that I've dreamt of for years. I got some. She is unstoppable. Young, it's a three. I got some. They can't guard me. They can't guard me. They can't guard you. Her game has been sick. Chelsea Gray gets in her bag. It's over. Brianna Stewart. There is no defense for that. Put that on the highlight reel. What can she not do? Yeah, She put on a show. WNBA All-Star Weekend. It begins Friday in Las Vegas with a three-point contest in the Skills Challenge at 4 o'clock Eastern on ESPN. And then Saturday, the 19th annual All-Star Game is at 8.30 on ABC. So back now with Ramona Shelburne. And I feel like for this segment, I get to introduce you as Sparks Forward, Cheney Agumake. You know that means we need to get into some WNBA action. So wow. let's head to Las Vegas. People in the studio should not be booing. I know we're all fans just, of the Aces hey, here. Richard's so jealous of me. He's so jealous of me. Richard's an Aces fan, but we're all fans of Cheney here. All right. Speaking of the Aces then, Richard. They're on historic pace. So let's get to what they did against the Phoenix Mercury, Cheney. Yeah, I mean, if you just know what this team does, they're starting lineup so strong. Asia to her left. I mean, she's emotional. She galvanizes them. They're just deep, and they're rolling, and they're doing exactly what they did last season, finish. I mean, that mid-range right there over BG, that's what you have to shoot over Brittany Griner. Welcome back. So it's been fun competing against them, but they are a well-oiled machine. Asia Wilson had 10 points, by the way, in the first quarter alone. Jackie huge for them, Ramona. You know, Becky Hammond talks about her as a mini LeBron. She goes, I just need her to adopt that LeBron mentality, but she can be one of the greatest players of all time because of the way, she, how physical she is and how, how dominant she can be. And then you got Chelsea Gray going to work. 50-40-90, just like, no big points, deal. 11 rebounds, six assists for her as the Aces get the win. They have eight 20-point wins already this season, by the way. That's the most by any team in the first 20 games of a season in WNBA history. So, when we say they're good, we really mean it. All right, I do want to talk about this game earlier today, though, if we could, because this was a nail-biter. By the way, the Liberty were up by as many as 18 points in this one, and then something pretty incredible happened. Let's go ahead now to the fourth quarter, because the Fever made this really interesting today. Hey, E-Weezy, ripping through the baseline. I mean, this is a team that's trying to find themselves, but they play hard and they have an rookie in Aaliyah Boston. Aaliyah Boston would force this game to go to overtime. Let's take one more look at that shot. Look at the follow-through. Hold it. Yeah, she did hold it up. <laughs> hold <huh>? it. <laughs> I love it. Going ahead to overtime here, though. This is when the Liberty showed who they are. I mean, and you know who is going to do the shooting when it yep. comes to the clutch time. That's Sab, that's Sabrina Unescu. I mean, these are the moments that she lives for, and those are the shots that she makes in her sleep. Liberty win 95-87, and by the way, that means that they will play the Aces in the Commissioner's Cup. All right, let's chat about this a little bit here, uh, because 
you, Cheney, earlier this season with a couple of us sitting courtside, you had a game against the Aces. What is it that makes them such a challenging team? They only have two losses this season. I mean, they know exactly who they are. They know what they're doing. They have a coach that really came in and they bought in on the system and then they executed and they delivered last year and they carried it over to this year. I mean, Asia, Kelsey, Jackie, Chelsea. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is us. Come on. This is early on. in the season. You, you were impressed. This, like, this was you were impressed at this game. Oh man. I mean, we were down my sis, and anytime we're down my sis, I take it personal and I try to do my best to hold things down. So yeah, we competed against them early. We played them again tonight. And again, you know, I am rehabbing, so I'm here today, but I'm really proud of my team, the Sparks. I mean, we're in a build season. Yeah. My sister's an all-star. Jordan Canada, in my opinion, should have been an all-star. We're gonna get pieces back, we're gonna get healthier. But this is always a great opportunity going up against the aces, 18 mm -hmm. and 2. It reveals your character, it reveals what you're made of, and I'm really excited to what you know so many teams and narratives we just watched the liberty and the fear yep. there's so many good things happening in the w right and we talked about sort of the the super teams coming into the season and clearly they're on full display now the aces are one of them let's talk about becky hammond another one of our teammates what has she done to keep this team ramona so motivated throughout the entire season well you know i mean they they are that good and so, so sometimes the challenge when you are that good is to keep your foot on the gas the entire season not let anybody catch you and she talks about this thing called a goat mentality she said mm. well, sue bird had this goat mentality. Sue was never the best player on her team, but she had this idea that I'm going to elevate everyone and we're going to win all the rings, and that's why she's regarded as one of the greatest of all time. And the idea for the Aces is they are this good, but it's not a, she doesn't coach them based on what's happening in the game. She's coaching them based on what they should be, if they're doing what they should be doing. Just are you doing your best, our best? And if you just focus only on yourself and not trying to compete against everyone in that game, that's when you elevate yourself to a level that we have not seen in this league. Right. There's Candace Parker who has fit in so well with this team because she came there to win. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't need to be playing anymore if she doesn't want to. The only reason for her to keep playing is to have a chance to win. And so I think when you have Chelsea Gray, 50-40-90, Jackie Young, who is having one of the best seasons of her career, if, if, if Becky said if, if you can get Jackie Young to believe that she can be one of the greatest of all time because she has that talent, she has that ability. Last two games, 14 assists, zero turnovers. Mm. Shoots the lights out. When you have players that are this talented but they all buy into this idea that we are trying to be one of the greatest of all time, that's when you get a team like this. Yeah, obviously Candace has missed a couple of games here. Hopefully we see her back soon. And tonight, we got the Sparks, we got the Aces. I can't wait for that one. Also going down tonight, we have the SB Awards. But why wait? to get to tonight before we hand out some hardware here. We have our very own awards that we would like to do here. The first ever NBA Today Awards. The NBA Todaysies. Those are right around the corner. <laughs> it just makes me happy to say. It works. I, it I don't, I don't like how it reads. No, it does not. But it works. does not read well. <laughs> This is an ESPN Jim Balbano conference. If there's anything I can get done in, in fundraising and cancer research, that's what I want to do. And that really is a speech. That were the beginnings of the speech. It's hard to believe it's 30 years. It still hurts. I saw him in the clinic that morning. He was sick and he said, I'm going to New York. No way, shape, or form did I ever feel that he was going to go on. He says, Dick. Dick, just you guys get me up on that stage. I get chills thinking about it. This is like divine intervention, adrenaline. It was almost like the cancer left his body for 10 minutes. I remember just being in awe of what was being said. 
Time is very precious to me. I don't know how much I have left, and I have some things that I would like to say. It was the story of his life, but I think the thing that's amazing is what that speech has done in this world. Every speech he'd ever given. Don't ever give up. Every game he'd ever coached. Every relationship he had formed. Every joke he had ever delivered. 30 seconds like I care about that screen right now, huh? It was all encapsulated in that moment. He was born to give that speech. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. So to see the origins of that speech, how it all came together on a very special night, the legacy it created as well. Watch the full documentary, The Speech, tonight ahead of the ESPY Awards at 8 p.m. on ABC. And we actually have an ESPY Award winner. Yes, you do. In our midst. Yes, you do. One oh, Mr. Richard Jefferson. Yes, he yes, won in I 2016. Am. The Cavaliers, they were picked as the team of the year. Where's the Richard? We're the footage? team of the decade. I don't know what they, that, we got a short change on that. Yeah. We might be spitting a little bit of facts. Yeah, we, we were team of the decade, but it's cool. It's no big deal. Look, at the end of the day, I still have the SP because no one took it from me, mm. uh, and that's what it was. But, Cheney, what exactly happened? So here? I noticed something. Richard, you can talk us through it, okay? Please. In this moment, really, you think people are here for you. I'm going to stop it right here because there's two things happening. One, why did you bring your phone out? So <laughs> well, because I was the snap. Wait, hold kid. on. And you asked oh, me a question. Wait, I have a second part. And then watch what your boy does. So this was not TikTok. This was Snapchat. This was Snapchat. Because he's Snapchat. like, bro, what are you doing with your phone? No, 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 no. Listen, for people that remember circa 2016 before Instagram got stories, I was the Snapchat man. That's wait, what I and was you're doing. the only one who has a button down. I guess we none of us should be surprised. By but that. wait for no. this too, Richard. Look, I was still, I was still being nice. I only had one button. Okay. I mean, we know two of these guys do you know what happens next what happens next okay watch this guys watch, watch it i don't know if this is a block or a charge when you try to take the mic oh no <laughs> no. no they wanted channing there they wanted channing in front because this was like he didn't get to play Literally. in the final try to take it again i got no it. no go bouncing like, where the drinks at where the drink out. that's fine they can box that me out they know that was elite. first of all this is still the text chain that, that, that is true. Yeah. I'm going to say, say charge. Yeah. No. That was a charge. I would First of all, listen, if, if Brown wants the mic, then you give Brown the mic. Man. You all didn't, right? though. Yeah. What? You didn't. Hey, Richard. We got some of it. What? It's your favorite part of the show. Oh, we got back in 60 seconds. Yes. That's my one. We're back in 60 seconds. Rock. Ew. <laughs> one, two, three. The ESPYs, they're right around the corner. Yesterday, we unveiled the SP Award winner for the best NBA player. Congratulations yeah. again to Nikola Jokic. But we got a little taste of giving awards away. We decided we wanted to hand out our own right here yes. on NBA Today. So welcome to the NBA Todaysies. And we're going to start with the best dunk of the year. The nominees are in chronological order on Christmas. We Ooh. have Aaron Gordon. I don't know. Whoever was on that call killed it. It was Richard. Ah, there we oh, go. Wow. Okay. Shout out my guy. It should have been in the upper room. And then John Morant. Oh. Yeah, this is it. Oh, my goodness. He brought it all, he brought it all yeah. the way back. Wow. High flying. That is tough. He knocked himself off. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to be really honest. Like, that That was yeah. That was a quad. Was that, did that win the upper room? That did win the upper it room. It had to have. And then Donovan Mitchell. I think this might have been in the upper room as well. I don't know, but I feel like he did that to my guy Wantanabe twice. Yeah, I think I that's why like, yeah. he, was like he, didn't, he didn't learn the lesson. Well, and then we have oh, three, Paul George yeah. at 360 PG, on the same guy. day as Donovan like Mitchell. Kind of his signature. Yeah. No, no, PG that dude. I don't question his bounce. 
You have the envelope. I have Ooh. the envelope. Okay, I got to keep this away from me. There's glitter on this. You can't go home with glitter, guys. So the winner is John Moran. No surprise. Shout out our guy, John Moran. That was the best. Oh, show the dunk. No, I got this glitter on my hand. Who picked these cards? Hillary Guy, our wonderful and fearless. Oh, that's they're why. beautiful. I love them. I love them, but if I show up with pink glitter all over me, there's a questions. problem. All right, friends. Questions. Next up, we have the on. shot of the year. So we're going to start all the way back in November. You guys remember this? The Kings, the Magic. <laughs> no, today's not okay. De'Aaron Fox, he pulls up here to strike a chord. over the Magic. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. And then we have LeBron James. This is when he set the all-time scoring record once again. This is for no, I can't the relate. shot of the year. And then to round it out, we have Jimmy Butler. You got glitter Jimmy Butler against the Milwaukee Bucks. We're still doing the highlights. We're He's giggling over here about not having pink glitter on ourselves. Listen, don't I you have it? No, you have it. I got back from Vegas. I can't have pink glitter on I'm going to pull a LeBron and put you out of the shot. It's my mic. Uh, the winner is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler with the best Butler. shot. Come on, Jimmy. Come in. <laughs> oh, ooh, that, that's a tough one. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy sent the Bucks home. It might it might it might have not have been the shot, but it was it the one. Have, it it might not have been the have. shot, but it got it going. Yeah, there you go. Well, and then rebound, Richard. we have the cumulative best performance of the season, and we need to start with the MVP. Joel Embiid. I don't know if we got to start with him. Well, this is back in November, right? He had a 60-point quadruple yeah. double. No, no, it was at 69, 59, <laughs> almost, 11, 59, 8. 11, that's, 8. that's almost 59. crazy. Not 69, 59. Yeah. I get the numbers right. Luka with 60, yeah. 21 assists. Yeah. 21 assists is it's, That's what? absurd. Yeah. That, yeah. I, who was he doing it against? The Knicks? That sounds about right. I, I yeah. remember it was New York, yeah. Uh, oh, Oh, I remember this. Look at his face. I love that so much. This oh, and then big. Donovan Mitchell at 71, 11, and yep. 8 for, for Spider. I, I, this is what I'm going to say. I know that we're going to have Dame up here in 70. Like, Dame is that dude. Yep. But he was doing it against the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets were Did you they know were that treated. No, Richard has claimed the Houston Rockets in your absence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here is Damian Lillard's 71-point game, 13 of 22. Dude, it three. does not count. That's a G League team he was doing that against. Whoa. That's not cool. At least Whoa. Donovan did it against the Bulls. And it was cute. These Donovan said the nominees. Oh, now I got to get more. Because, yep. Yeah, we like that. And the winner for the best overall performance of the year is... Luka Doncic. Yeah, wow. Luka, the okay. 60 and 20. Yes, yeah, 60, 60 21. 21. Against the Dolts? Yeah, 61 21. Against the Dolts? That's, that's tough to do. And rebound? Like, Look. Right. Kendrick Perkins, did we get the awards <laughs> correct? Yes, y'all did. All three of them. And I applaud y'all for that. But listen, here's the thing. Mm. Did Richard kiss the camera? <laughs> Going into break, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to get Lysol disinfect the whole what entire studio. Yes, we do. Number two, number two, number two. I am highly disappointed because he's not the only person that won the ESPY. You know what I'm saying? You I should have been up there as well, and I get it. I, yeah, I won the ESPY. Okay, I'm flex. not in the studio. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put that in my body. Enjoy the SP Awards.
night. We're going to flip back and forth between the Aces and Sparks <laughs> game as well. We'll see you tomorrow on NBA Today. Chanae, it's a good day when everyone's in the studio laughing.